Good afternoon and welcome to another fine Tuesday. You tuned in to the D.D. Ingram Show here every Tuesday on the Fishbowl Radio Network, the number one show on the number one network. Why? Because I said so, and my friends, that is all the information that you need, man. We are having, we get ready to have a good time. I got a full house, but not the full crew, and, you know, we're going to make it do what it do, man. So I just want to welcome everybody. So let's start with Troy. He's been out for a minute. What's going on, man? What up, what up, Unc? You know, happy to be in the building like always. Every time I get to come back, I always get to get, uh, feel that joy that I normally get when I'm sitting behind the mic it's always good to have you in the studio man because uh it can be a struggle sometimes man when you're not in and also i got my uh my eldest what's going on son how you doing what's going on with you drinking this free water drinking it <laughs> something about free man just make it taste a whole lot better don't it, man? it's just like that's free and of course uh my what is that? The peach to my cobbler. Am I <laughs> the peach to, peach to my cobbler. My wife is in the house. Man, what's going on, sweetie? I'm doing well. Well, I pray everybody had a, a blessed Thanksgiving, man. It was yes. a it was a really good holiday for us, man. It was simple, you know. We only and we got a call too. FYI. Okay, let's pick. That's probably. Let's see. Fishbowl Radio Network, DD Ingram Show. Who this is? Uh oh, is the volume uh -oh. up on the speaker? Okay. Hello, 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 hello. Is you still there? Is you is or is you ain't still My there? Baby. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they. We. I mean, I see them up on the screen. The clock is ticking, but we ain't getting no words. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. I'm Say something. speaking. We can't yeah. hear okay. you. They don't mute or nothing. They up, so you know, mm. they might. Unmute your phone. We'll be right here ready right. for you. <laughs> well, you, you know, Hello. Go ahead. Let me, we'll keep talking and when you hear Hello? me say, let me clear my throat or something. We go. Anyway, Thanksgiving. We're talking about Thanksgiving. We didn't do a whole heck of a lot for Thanksgiving. It was really simple Thanksgiving for us, man. We just had, we didn't have turkey this year. We just decided. We haven't had turkey in the last couple of years. So uh, we did. What's the ham? Honey baked? Honey baked Man, ham. I, that's a good. I don't care what nobody. That's a good ham right there. <laughs> honey baked ham. I tried my hand at uh at bacon again. I I uh made two pies, a sweet potato pie and a pecan pie. The uh, crust was not as good as it should have been. So I tried to redeem myself today. I remade the sweet potato pie, and we'll get a chance to check it out. And I was I like, "Who are you taking that to?" Right now, I just. <laughs> Because as soon as I found out what was wrong with us, I, I got to figure out how to correct it, right? So I was watching videos all last night mm. about how to make it better. So I think I got it this time, man. So we're going to be good, man. The pecan pie, man, was, it was a bourbon <laughs> pecan pie. Bourbon. <laughs> oh, man, that thing, when we ate that first, ooh, that, that first, that first piece Yeah, you couldn't, yes, <laughs> out of that first piece boy, I wouldn't recommend driving. Leaning okay. on it. You know, but mm -hmm. the next day, it kind of mellowed out. I mean, everything yeah. did, the, the sweet potato, yeah. part, everything got the second day, and so. The dressing, everything. Because yeah, that oh. first day, it's like, ooh. And, and oh. anonymous, I'm going to get, I'm going to go get with our, our engineer as well to see if we can get you some sound, because I see they call back. Okay. So, on, so I just want to let you know that we can hear you. Hear me? I mean, we see we, you. We see you. And uh, we're going to try to get make sure you can get on here and say what you need to say, too. Okay. So, yeah. But, uh, man, it was it was real cool, man. So, uh, like I said, all of, everything tastes better the second day for some reason. I don't know yeah. why, man. But, uh, look, I just, I mean, you know, I know this ain't everybody's, uh, you know, cup of tea, but I just ate some chitlins today. Right. Thanksgiving, my mama made. So, I hadn't had, I haven't had, I haven't had chitlins since I was 11 years old. <laughs> 
Yeah, my mom. She made them for because uh, she, you know, she knew that uh, me and Chardonnay would eat them, so right. she eat them, of course. But you know, nobody want to make no children just for themselves, mm-hmm, just because the work you got to put in. Yeah, yeah. and the, and the, the aroma that it feels. <laughs> oh yeah. Feels, <laughs> Man, you you got to open all the windows and everything when you cut chitlins. Man, hey, the funniest thing is having kids around when whenever you cooking them. Right, so, you know they gonna let you know over and over again. You know it, it ain't right up in here. Right, right. Nana, you ain't right up in here right now. Right, yeah. but yeah, once it get done, I don't, I think I probably would. Not, I would try them again. No, I would eat them. I would try them. If I, I would. Or some, yeah, I just don't a, you gotta have them. hot sauce. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did, yeah. Someone would. So if, if you uh your your mama makes some for Christmas. <laughs> Holla at us. Yeah, so put a bowl Shout out to uh, Kevin and Tony. They listening yeah. in. Kevin. Kevin Polite. Okay, and yeah, Tony. He said, what oh, up, everyone? What's I going on, hey, we Kevin? That was, man, I, we wish, man, that was an outstanding show last week, and then man. Tony you just, said, hello, family. What's Love you going guys. on, Tony? Tony, I just watched a few uh, college basketball games this past week. They were very good, man. I was like, I was excited about it. It was like on a Friday night, at Friday, because mm-hmm. Saturday is. Still dedicated to college football, man. Yeah, so you're not right, gonna yeah. get a you're not gonna get a basketball Ooh. game on Saturday, man. So I watched all day Friday, man. I, I picked up every game that I could, and I wish I can tell you who I watched played, man. I, I, uh, I can't even. I watched Baylor, mm-hmm. and I can't remember who Baylor played. Anonymous, please say something right now, so that way we can see if we got you. And if you if we don't hear you, please, if you are in the comments on the Facebook. Um, send us a comment. Let us know who you are. Let us know that you call it because you call it back to back. So we know that you got to be somebody important. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to make sure that you on. So uh, we're trying to work out the technical uh, part of it right now. But just let us know who you are. Hit us in the comments. Or, Can you, you hear know, me? Um, blink, blink your eyes twice. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I know for, uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I forgot to mention this. I was in a little skit at my church, man, mm-hmm. for uh, which I was rehearsing for for. A few days. It was kind of short notice, man, and uh, I kind of, I was kind of proud of myself, man. I think I did a halfway decent you job, you man. Job. And, uh, what was the skit? It was about it was a, a celebration of uh, the pastor of the church and how he he came to to get saved and uh, start his ministry. The background is about his father, his father who was not a Christian, and a guy ministered to him, and then after that he became a Christian and he passed the legacy on down through his family. Of course, mm-hmm. Tony Evans and. You know, it is now we are where we are. But it was it was in uh it was a little skit in honor of the uh, pastor's father. Okay. And so okay. I, I played the role of the guy that helped to get him saved. And so you, you ministered. I to mean, him. I was yeah, yeah, I was the one that ministered. You were John. I was I was John. <laughs> the guy. So it turned out pretty good. Yeah. And I, I you know I had, I had put it on uh, Facebook. Well, I didn't put it on Facebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just put on Facebook that if they wanted to see it, you can go. Nobody responded, man. Nobody. But they may went and looked anyway no. without responding. Normally, if if they do, they'll contact me and let me know that uh, they checked it out, man. And so, you know, even I put it in the swag, man. Nobody in swag went in and looked at it, man. So. Oh, that's that's uh, y'all group that y'all had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, I remember. L-O- that. L A said uh, she's trying to call in, but you can't hear. Her. So that's so, L A. That's yeah, calling. I figured that's who it was. So you know, uh, our apologies, L A. We got some technical difficulties at this present trying time. Trying to work them out. Um, I'm going to uh, see if we can figure this out before you know the next couple of minutes, so that way we can go ahead and get you on. So you know, if you're listening to us, or unless you're just texting, but if you're listening to us, just know that we on the job. We're trying to get it done. All right, so let's go and do our Bible lesson for today, which I think is very good. In light of the holiday season, it's a, a good lesson. 
And today is Giving Tuesday. Yeah. So that, that's giving to, I've never heard of Giving Tuesday. Really? I, no. This yeah, every, every, every year? At every about this year time? Now, this, yeah. this is also a cheap flight Tuesday, too. Just FYI. Oh, okay. What's, what's giving Tuesday consist of? Uh, charities that you know you can oh, give to. Charity. It's cash app. I'm saying y'all request. <laughs> <laughs> let me go ahead and let you know this number. All right. Okay. The, <laughs> the verse comes from Second Corinthians nine, verse seven, uh, NASB nineteen ninety five says, "Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver." And then, of course, there's. Uh, video message which we will skip and then the scripture again each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart not grudgingly or under compulsion for God yep. loves a cheerful giver and another message and then I yeah, yeah, says yeah, the yeah, urgency yeah, yeah. of giving have you yeah, ever yeah, wa yeah, yeah. wanted to do something you knew was the right thing to do when Paul wrote his second letter to the Corinthians the church in Corinth needed correction in the ninth chapter, Paul focused on a promise to the Corinth that the Corinthians had made a year before to help struggling Christians in, in Jerusalem. Not only had the Corinthians made a promise to collect an offering and send it to Jerusalem, but they were so eager in their pledge they had inspired other churches to follow their lead. However, the Corinthians were taking were taking a long time to follow through their promises, and, and in the meantime, their brothers and sisters in Jerusalem were suffering. Not only that, their eagerness to give had wanted had waned and they were no longer setting a generous example they had before so Paul wrote each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver when we are reluctant to give we miss out on the chance to bless others disobedience can harden our hearts toward others we can hold on to what we have because we think we know best instead when you give with urgency when instead, when you give with urgency, Paul says, God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you are bound in everything. That's a mouthful. Second Corinthians 9, 8. He will bless you so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Second Corinthians 9, 11. Now that may now that may not always mean God will enrich you financially, mm -hmm. but it does mean that God will always provide you with the means to be generous with your time, energy and money and money. And because God does not wait to provide for us, we shouldn't wait to provide for others. Today look for an opportunity to show your generosity and share the good gifts God has given you and when you see don't wait to act instead give with a cheerful heart. Then, okay, so uh, reflect question says, how can you be generous today? The three choices are I can be generous with my money. Second choice, I can be generous with my time and serve someone. And third says I can be generous with what I have and donate items I don't need. Mm -hmm. Today, I, I went with the third one. I can be generous with what I have and donate items that I don't need. So and I go with number two. Number two, which is I can be generous with my. And you know, it would yes, kind of actually what it you is. are doing. Actually, well, you know, I had a I had a prayer list at the beginning of this year, and I just see it happening. Right. right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I, it's a lot. I ask God for it. By the December thirty first, twenty twenty three. Right. Let please allow these things to happen, right. and they come in the past. All right. So he answers mm -hmm. prayers. For oh, me, I so. know he does. So <laughs> but won't he do it? Right. Yeah, all all right. the time, man. So all the time. for you, son, what would you? you which one are you? 
Want to read them again? Nah, it's no, it's no D. <laughs> like, what would your D be? Because they ask you to choose your own. Uh, mm-hmm. Every week we always say all three are good choices. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's one thing we're always in agreement with. But every now and then, so like sometimes I just go all three. Mm-hmm. And then some other times it'd be like one that'll stick out for me. And for me, it was this one I can be. Because I'm thinking about giving away some stuff that I got in the garage. And so that's why that one. That one Hallelujah. <laughs> so. So that one sounds like me, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, Troy, like which one? So, before I answer, uh, Toya, can you hear us now? Uh, but I know you can hear us. Can you say something now? Hello? There you okay, go. we got you. Finally. Yeah, they, they done fixed the <laughs> show. Welcome aboard, L.A. So, so, to, so, ask you, so, I need to know what the three choices, because, you know, I was over here working at the same time. Right, right. Like, what was my three choices the tre- again? The, it says, how can you be generous today? One, I can be generous with my money. Two, I can be generous with my time and serve someone. And three, I can be generous with what I have and donate items I don't need. I would have to go with uh, two and three right now, just specifically because where I am, because I'm like you, Auntie. I'm trying to get stuff out of the garage, mm-hmm. no, um, get the kids to donate. That's him right. trying oh, okay. to get stuff out of the garage. Trying to get the kids to donate, you know, stuff that they don't use no more. And mm-hmm. then, uh, of course, you know, I always uh, with my time. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, L.A. Let me tell a story, right? Okay. Oh, oh, go ahead, uh, L.A., <laughs> with your answer. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I was just going to say three. Three, I can okay. be generous with what I have and donate items I don't need. That's all. Okay, what are you going to yeah, say? Okay, you know, I, I volunteer at a resale shop. Right. And uh, a, a little boy came in. I think he was five, five or seven. He came in with his mom, and uh, she was giving away some stuff, and he kept asking for stickers. And so the other lady came out, and she said, oh, okay, you're the one I gave the stickers to because he was – his mother donated his toys right. the time before, and he was having a hard time letting his toys go. Right. So she gave him stickers to kind of calm him down. Right. So he wanted but, some more stickers. Yeah, but he, she said he still had tons of stickers. But his thing is he wanted to hold on to something right. he didn't even need. Right. Just let yeah. it go and give it to somebody right. else. Right. I can see if, if he had like a particular uh, one or two items that, because I had a, when I was growing up, and man, me and my brother got into it. Oh, this! I had a, a particular Tonka truck. Yeah. About the size of this phone. About the size of my phone. Uh huh. And it was just a just a, a simple little red fire truck. Mm hmm. But it was my favorite truck. Yeah. And so for I I got that thing, man. Probably when I was like five or six. I had it up until I was about fourteen or fifteen years old. Wow. You know when he threw it in the trash. I guess you know he decided that he he didn't want it in the room no more, so he mm. threw it in the trash. So I'm like, where my truck? Oh man. I didn't know you wanted that. <laughs> <That's right. Yeah. laughs> you mean you, you didn't know I wanted away. it ready? Yeah. 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 You can't give away somebody else's well. stuff. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, all right. So the reason yeah. I had that truck for all of these years, yeah. you know, all the other stuff I, I gave away and stuff, man. But, yeah, so I can see if the little kid, yeah. but he can, not everything. You know, right. got, I mean, but he was little. I mean, you were 15. Your right. brother had no right to do that. But, 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 like, but auntie, like my, my kid, like Brody mm-hmm. and TJ, both of them, they are – kind-hearted and they want to give stuff away to people uh-huh. but they want me to go buy new stuff and get <laughs> right. like they don't want to give up <laughs> their old stuff yeah, they, yeah. oh yeah we can, we can go, go donate all day but 
I don't want to give up this stuff. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't be want to give away stuff so, that yeah. they have. They like they, everything they favorite toy. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, no. I was just getting ready to play with that. Hey, when, when, you, when you were growing up, with somebody would grab your toy. Oh man, I was just getting ready to play with that. Yeah. Uh, no lie. <laughs> but what, what I do if I want if I feel like they got something that they haven't been playing with, I say that I'm gonna give it away just to see them do that. Right. I literally really? would tell them that right. I, and they all start playing with it. Like they, you, you, they you hadn't even, even thought about you it. You weren't even thinking about mm-hmm. that until yeah, I said that. This is so much dust. On this truck, <laughs> yeah, and see when you give like that is uh, especially to a charity, it's yeah. helping other people. So right. y'all go give. But right. I, I will tell you, I do have a toy that uh, I got when I was a little kid. I don't know if it was grandmother that gave. It. I think it was grandmother that gave it to me. When right. I and I say little kid, like smaller, like Brody, right? And wow. it's uh, still at my house right now. It was a red fire truck that you know it was remote control and the back lit up and the, all that so oh, I really? still got yeah. yeah wow yeah. I was gonna See? say that might be your fire truck no 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 yeah he got that was a bigger fire truck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's do the prayer it says God thank you for all the blessings you have given me I want to ha- I want to live a life that honors you and is generous with what I have guide me to opportunities where I can fulfill others needs with my time my energy and my finances help me to serve those around me with gener- with a generous heart a heart that reflects your nature in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So, amen. I'm gonna go. I wanna go back to the urgency of giving, man. It's uh, when is when is let me see. Now that we may not always get that. Oh, it says now that may not always mean that God will enrich you financially. That kind of stands out yeah. right there, man. Because that's the kind of blessing people most. Right. Know. That's all it. When you know, if you, and they don't oh, care. Bless me with yeah. a bigger car. That's, right. that's why people miss their blessings. House. Exactly. Yes, you because you you're not realizing what you got. Mm-hmm. Right. You got blessed, and you thought it was something else. Yeah. And so I I pray that God bless me so that I can be a a a. a more of a blessing but I don't say you know God bless me so I can get money yeah. you know if it's, you if, get it. it could be something <laughs> simple like you know freeing up some time in a day that yeah. I can go do something for somebody or maybe I can go encourage somebody or you know anything just, just anything I can do to bless people mm-hmm. you know and then receive blessings so I can turn around and bless more people that's right. all it's so I'm not necessarily praying for money. I'm just whatever I can do and however I can do it, man. That's that's my prayer, being so. Yeah, I think a blessing just waking up every morning, being able to move. Yeah. Yep. That's a blessing in itself. And see, that's the walk, talk. That's the part that people don't be clear getting. mind. Right, that's, that's like I, I helped somebody yesterday, and then today I get to get up and walk again. Right, yeah. it might not have been a chance that you could walk today for some reason, but you that's know. true. So, man, that's that is uh. While we on this, Kevin said, now I have a question. What's what question? is considered a blessing, good or bad? I think, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to say it's, uh, for, for a blessing for me, I don't because a blessing for me is just anything that I have that I have a surplus of that I can give away some of it. You know, whether that's if I got a little extra change, but not just talking about giving it to anybody mm-hmm. or, you know, a little extra food. You well, know, I somebody think he's clarified it here. He said, have you had a blessing that was negative and ended up a good thing? And, and that's what I was thinking. Oh, he was coming, that's the way that I thought he was. Uh, a blessing that it. was negative to me? Yeah. Have you ever had a, a what you a bad blessing that was negative and ended up being a good thing? Oh, I, yeah. I I can't think of what maybe I after Troy respond maybe I can think yeah. of something because I can't think of anything right offhand. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a time where I was supposed to go to a party, 
mm-hmm. uh, but the car wasn't acting right, and then the party got shot up. Wow! And you know, you know, at the time, it was one of those moments where you was just like, Ugh, something always going on. Right, right. Yeah. And, like you know, I need to be up here. It's about to, you know, all of these different things down. that's going through in my head. <laughs> and again, I never cursing God, but like, dang, why me today? Right. Yeah. And then you know, you hear the story the next day, and you like, dang, okay. That's why. I, I see. Wh- I see. <laughs> I mm-hmm. see. Okay. In in light of. Talking to Mike. Oh, uh, negative but good. Like I bought, it's gonna sound crazy. I bought a charger from Five and Below. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a wireless <laughs> charger, and I'm mad because I'm like, charger don't work. Right. Mm-hmm. Crazy thing. I plugged it up a week ago. Oh, talk close because oh, I plugged it up a week ago and it actually worked. Right. Wow. And my homeboy needed a charger. And I gave it to him. So right. was some negative yeah. at first right. it turned out to be good for somebody else. Yeah. Okay. And, that's, and that's a good one. In yeah. light of that answer now, because I didn't I was drawing a blank, but in light of that answer, I can go, yes, because I, I could name like a bunch of them, but I'm just gonna name one. Okay. I'm cruising uh down the street one time, you know, I get on the freeway and I'm like for some reason I'm just driving really slow, right? You know, I'm not in no hurry to get anywhere. You know, and then uh, I get off of the freeway at the exit that I got off. Uh, there was like a, a major accident. Mm-hmm. Well, if I was going yeah. the speed that I was supposed yeah. to go and got there when I was supposed to yeah. got when I at, at what a normal speed, that probably would have been me in yeah. that accident. Mm-hmm. Could have yeah. been. You know, and so that turned out. I mean, it wasn't negative in the sense that something bad happened, but it was just just something in me was just like drive slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah. then when I got there, I'm like, oh, my God, if I drove the same normal speed, that could have been me. Yeah. You know, and uh, I had a uh, – my wife know about this. Because uh, it was a police chase on uh, – was it Main? Main, no, yeah. it was Main Street. It was a police Street chase. There's a place called uh, – it's a Chinese place. So I went to go get some food, right? Yeah. yeah. Joy, Joy Luck. Joy, Joy Luck. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm got my food, and I'm getting ready to pull out, right? And I hadn't put my seatbelt on or nothing, man. And I just call it, zoom, zoom. They zooming, right? Mm-hmm. Then the police going behind them. Then I'm like, you know, that's kind of odd. So I yeah. I pull out into the center, getting ready to make a left turn. Here they go, coming back the opposite direction. Still don't have my seatbelt on. <laughs> when they came around <laughs> the second time, I went ahead and, and yeah. clicked it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to take off. Here they come a third time back there. I don't know how this dude was making these quick turns. Yeah. So... They passed by me this third time. Nothing happened. I go to work. A few minutes later, I came across the news that a dude got hit man. by that guy that was running away. He died. Man. So I'm like, man, man that could have been me. Yeah. 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 So so I, I want to throw throw my little two cents in again. I, and I think this is kind of the mental makeup where people just m- really get it wrong. Well, first of all, again, I'm not the best Bible verse person. You know, y'all already know that. But there's one uh, verse in the Bible where I think it's Jesus or somebody was saying, like, y'all keep expecting me to perform miracles and you don't even realize that you are the miracle. Right. And the reason why I say that is because it got, kind of goes to his question, like, was it a blessing of good or bad? Mm-hmm. But we tend to always feel like when things don't go the way that we imagined it is a bad thing right and not be able to see what you're supposed to get out of it and and, and again i'm gonna bring up something that was recent that y'all all know mm-hmm. um when tj got stabbed in the hand right right, right? Mm-hmm. 
Now, the question that I ask myself now, number one, I don't want this to happen to my kid. Right. No. But, you know, at what point do I get to have the conversations that I've had with him since then? Right. right. Mm-hmm. If this doesn't happen and it's something that we've deemed so bad and we, you know, we, 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 we giving it all of this negative, you know, this negative light. But the reality of it is it's a plus because. It, it showed um, him how much I had his back. It brought our family closer. Mm-hmm. And then I got to teach him a real-life situation on how to handle it. But, again, that's the blessing versus the curse of it or what we might deem to be bad. Like, of course, I didn't want it to happen. No. But I'm also glad that it did happen because of where we are today because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, a good one. Yeah, that's a what good. about you, L.A.? Um, there was a time where <clears throat> um, I'm not here to – I don't want to bring up bad, bad, but – it was a lady that had my same name, mm-hmm. and she died, um, and everybody thought it was me. I had so many calls mm-hmm. because she had the first name and the last name. Wow. Wow. So that was like a bad thing, but it was a blessing that came out of it because it wasn't me. Yeah, and yeah. then you got to see how many people really cared. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. True. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I want I want to give one more just to mess with Kevin Polite too. So, okay. <laughs> you know I went into uh, Unique Beauty. Is mm-hmm. that is that, is that mm-hmm. how he's uh, right? Uh, it's right down the street from my house. So if you need some hair products, y'all make sure y'all go. You know, In check Arlington them out because that's Arlington or Mansfield. Arlington. Uh, Arlington. Arlington to, okay. which, it might be Mansfield. It's right there on the cusp. I don't know what his address is. Mm-hmm. But I, I I'll say I walked into his shop. Right. Shout out to Kevin Polite. Mm-hmm. And then I I asked the person at the front desk to help me with something. And they uh, they helped me. They were very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And when she, oh, it's in Arlington, he said. And okay. then when she rung me up, she accidentally rung me up for one product twice. Oh, now, okay. You know, that could be necess- that could be a bad thing. You're looking <laughs> like, dang, why you rang me up twice? Yeah. But the reality of it is I needed two anyway. I didn't oh, want to okay. buy two. Yeah. And so instead of making her give me the refund, I told her, let's just keep it the exact same way. But it's a, it's a time when things didn't go according to plan. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of losing my mind like somebody at the counter, I was like, you know what? I needed two anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go ahead and roll with it. So, you know, it's always some good. It's always a blessing. That's okay. true. Unique so, Image Beauty Supply. Unique Image Beauty. 810 Matlock Road Suite 700, Arlington, Texas, 682-270-8490. Stop right. buying support. I always, <laughs> I always keep this in my because you know he's he's a, uh, I like his business and yeah. stuff, man. He and it's yeah, a he very can. well run. But anybody else that's yeah, given people. me stuff in the past, I don't have it. I've had yeah. that. I've had this for over a year or yeah. more. You yeah, know, I, I just think that's been more than a year. So yeah, yeah. And I just keep it in there. So whenever I mention it, I pull it out and you know, give yeah. out his information. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, black owned and operated right. in Arlington, yeah. Texas. That's right. Go check him out. Y'all talk so much yourself. Uh, I'm finna do Shawshank Redemption. Restroom <laughs> break, boss. <both. laughs> right back. <laughs> Kevin said it's been two years since he was here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, well, you was back when I wasn't here, so you know I definitely missed you on that. But yeah. uh, he said, "LOL, what a blessing!" It was uh-huh. a blessing, though. You know, like I said, I had, I was supposed to have been to his shop prior to when I went anyway so mm-hmm. you know I was happy I was at the time when I literally needed to get some stuff for my kids since they growing their hair out yeah I was by, going by there and I was like you know what I'm gonna buy all my stuff from there and again I don't know anything about hair like that so I just allowed them to lead and my son been spraying the stuff in his hair every day he been feeling good about it so you know <laughs> well that's good though that yeah. you have somebody that's knowledgeable because yeah. some of these shops are not owned by us yeah and they don't have the knowledge that someone that looks like us would right. have about right. our hair 
Right. So, yeah, that's good. And it smells good in there, doesn't it? Yeah, it does smell good. <laughs> I was in there for a long because I literally walked up every, you know, when I go to a store the first time, especially for somebody I know, uh-huh. I literally just walk down every single alley, even though I know I don't need anything. And right. I just look and see and everything see that he I has. what I can buy, so. though, just to support his business, yeah. you know, even yeah. if you didn't go in there for yeah. a particular something. But a cool thing was there's another product that, you know, we have in our house mm-hmm. um, that he have. And now it's something that we was already buying, so now I know that I can just go buy go from there over there. So get it's, it. yeah. it's, it's good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. And I'm interested in, you know, when y'all were in here last week, what y'all actually talked about. Ooh, now that was last week, Troy. You <laughs> 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 probably have to ask Kevin because I, I can't remember hardly what happened yesterday. <laughs> Auntie, that's why we write down our goals, right? Yeah, that's remember. true. That's true. <laughs> and I do, th- I still do that, you know. Yeah. I, I just think, ooh, man, we are just so, so blessed, yeah. you know, to have. We don't have a lot, but we have just enough, you yeah. know. So, you know, well, you know, the, again, and this is just a this is a a, sh- a shot at me and my crib because mm-hmm. again, my kids are spoiled. Yeah, you know, I we try to get them everything that we can afford to give them all right. the time, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the thing that I, the, the the again the, the hard the hard part about it for me is again, my kids are giving. They yeah. will literally spend all my money giving everything away. Mm-hmm. But they don't like to get rid of stuff that they already have. Right. And that's the one thing that I try to always tell them. Like, we got more toys than we can play with. Yeah. We got more clothes than we can hang up. We got more clothes than we can hang up. Right. Well, when y'all ready to give, uh-huh. take it to Arlington Resale on Collins. That is where I volunteer. And, they, and uh, the money that Arlington Resale makes... Uh, is given to the pregnancy center next door to for women to go get their ultrasounds and stuff like that and, and make decisions, you know. Preferably to keep the kid. Yeah, preferably to keep their children. but And to help them. If, if you decide that you want to keep your child, then we will help you. So, so yeah. I, I got a question for all y'all, including you, L.A. And, you know, why do y'all think it's so hard for people to recognize? Cause, I mean, this is what we're talking about, mm-hmm. for us to recognize what blessings re- really are or what a blessing really looks like. Because we're spoiled <laughs> or because we just used to do, you know, getting what we want. I, I think uh, also in in, in, a, in that vein is we we just think it's something in a particular instance that something just good happened and we don't I, a lot of things that I, I know that have been blessings in my life I realize in hindsight yeah not necessarily I'm, I'm more better now at recognizing them now mm-hmm. but in the past sometimes it would be years and I go oh my God what a blessing so that, to your point though Unc, so and and again this is just me trying to just think it forward like. I'm the exact same way. A lot of stuff. Hindsight is twenty twenty. That's the saying that people say. Like you can see everything clear whenever it's happened. Mm-hmm. But even when you have, and I'll just speak for myself. Even when I have all the evidence, sometimes in moments I can't recognize. And even though I might even think forward, like I know this probably ain't as crazy as I think it is, but not really receiving it as a blessing because it don't look like what I want it to look like. Right. Mm, I, I wonder is it because we take things for granted? You know, it a certain way, like making it materialistic. Or something I think like that's that. right. Yeah. What'd you say, LA? Taking things for granted. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people take people and things for granted. That's true. Until it's gone. That's true. Cause don't you expect to wake up tomorrow? Yeah. All of us, yeah. we expect that, but it's it's not promised. Right. You know, and that's a blessing. Every day we wake up. 
yeah. you have your senses and you can, you know. Yes, senses are good. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. I'll I, I point out something that was a blessing today that you wouldn't even really driving, you wouldn't think about it, right? Yeah. So we're trying to get here to the studio. Yeah. And normally I, I move over two lanes to get to the, the lane that I need to be in to get here. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the way the traffic was set up, nobody was really being nice. They, normally, yeah. they would let you in, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were being, they were not, they were not having it today. Yeah. So I stayed in the lane that I was in. Uh-huh. Turns out, the lane that I was trying to get to, there was a stalled car. Uh-huh. So right. I stayed in my lane. And then when I got in front of the stalled car, <laughs> you it was easy street, man. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it came cruised on in. Yeah. Passed by all the people who wouldn't let him in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and this, this little thing like that, you don't, you would go, oh man, you know. Yeah. That was lucky. Nah, that was a blessing right yeah. there because I needed to be here and I didn't need to be in that lane because I'd probably still be trying to get here, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I might have got in that lane and then they realized I need to move over and it mm-hmm. been the same thing. They wouldn't. And, and that's, and again, that's the funny part. So shout out to you for staying in your lane and then also recognizing it for what it really was, right? Mm-hmm. But even in those situations, we kind of go through those kicking and screaming. Even though we, even though we're supposed to register in our head, everything is like it's supposed to be. Everything is gonna be okay. Right. But if I was in that lane, I would have been happy in the end. Right. But along the way, I'd been like, people tripping. Like, come yeah, on, right. like, yeah. come on, man. Like, I would have been doing all of these things. And this, and the reason why I know this because this stuff that I try to work on now, even with my kids in the car, mm-hmm. I try not to be so reactionary to what I see right. because yeah, I don't I've want them to be reactionary too. to it as well. But you know, it's just something that I know that I know that. I'm going to get to where I'm trying to get to. Right. And then I'm, you know, I I just might be okay in this lane, but I'm mad about it right, right. now. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I go back to the skit that I did two weeks ago in church. I can't tell you how many people came by yeah. and told me what a blessing it was to see the yeah. entire skit. Yeah. But they was like, dude, <laughs> what you did, man, was something else, yeah. man. It's like, so it was, and it was, you know, I was just talking. You talking about being a blessing and being of service. I was just before I did the skit. I, my my prayer is always God allow me to show you through the gift that you've given me, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so when it was over, man, and uh, I stood, I was waiting for my wife and my son, and just everybody was walking by. It's like, oh man, wow, thank you, man, for that. You know, that's so. Tight. But that's an example of yeah. a. I I didn't perceive it per se as a blessing yeah. i saw it as me using my gift to glorify god mm-hmm. but in in doing that it was a blessing to a whole lot yeah. of people right and yeah. so yeah. you never you never know what a blessing is for someone mm-hmm. or when it's when it is for you I mean so well kevin said blessings are not recognized until it has to be brought up and sometimes that that and then he also said the bad thing some blessings become comfortable to people that they forget to bless the blessing right (laughs) see i'm always i'm glad he said that kevin Mm because one of the things that i'm always trying to be conscious of man is uh if i haven't if i have a blessing which is uh an overflow Mm. i have an overflow of whatever that blessing is and i'm trying to be conscious of who can i bless with what I have over and above, you know, so I, I I'm always thinking of that, and so I don't want like you say days to go by, yeah, mm-hmm. or I don't want to get comfortable. The the way that our pastor put it, he's you don't want to be a cul de sac, mm-hmm. 
You don't want everything to just come to you. Get all you can, can all you get, and sit on your can. Well, you know what happened in the Bible when when that happened. But go right, ahead. Right, and so the 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 proper thing to be is a a, a co. I mean, a conduit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in a just I just use a piece of copper as an example, man, or or a plug. You know, you know, you want. I bake, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I want my big mixer to work. Yeah. Well, in order for my mixer to work, I got to plug it in mm-hmm. to the uh, the socket, light, the electrical outlet. Mm-hmm. Where the blessing is through that outlet, what I need transferred through that cord and allows me to power my mixer so that I can bake, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be something that God uses to something to come through us mm-hmm. to go to somebody okay. else. Yeah, a vessel. Yeah. yeah. Pastor Bobby was talking about, you know, get it through you, it'll come back to you. you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a continual loop, you know, mm-hmm. continuously. You know, just like, uh, I, I want to say it was Brigham Young, I think. Well, whoever it was, uh, it's a major business person that said, God, I want you to bless me so much that I can live on 10% mm-hmm. of what I make. Other 90%, I'm going to give it away. Wow. And that ten percent that he got, it's been a generational blessing. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, that can you imagine that, man? No, I, I, I cannot. But that's stepping out on faith, to, right? You know, to to trust God with that ninety percent, and I only have ten. Ten, but he was so blessed in that ten percent. Mm. Now, this thing, if he'd have kept the ninety, he and he was been biblical, gave the ten, mm. which is you know, and uh, maybe a little over and above the ten, he may have gotten less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Because he was willing only to to reverse the thing and say, "I just I want to be so blessed in the ten mm-hmm. that the the ninety would go to bless just a lot of people." I, it's one guy I was watching. Uh, I don't know if it's on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, one of them uh, social media. Well, this guy was living. It might have been on on when I was watching late night news. His guy was living kind of like a pauper, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I know that was on late night news. It was on late night uh-huh. news. Yeah, I mean, he was minimal. He's a, a minimalist. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he died a multi-millionaire. Yeah. yeah, and so he when he died, he donated all his money to the city. That Ooh, he, I forgot you know, for, where where he donated. Well, whatever. It's a small town that it he was three million dollars. Right. He donated, but he was living almost like a homeless person because mm-hmm. yeah. the the. the what we consider the things that we need to get by in life, he's like, that's simple. All right. I need just uh, something over my head, minimal clothes, something to eat. Mm-hmm. And he died a multi-millionaire and donated all the money to the city that he lives. So, and that's the kind of, you know, I would like to say I had that mindset, but that's not no, me right not, now. Not me either. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the fun, the funny, so sh- shout out to Jay Clay. You know, one of the things that he he uh, he likes to say is... Uh, and it's it's true. Things that you appreciate appreciate. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they increase in value. Yeah. And then when we talk about blessings, and you talk about somebody that said, you know what, I'm okay with the ten. Mm-hmm. That's a true appreciation. Yeah. That's the true like recognizing like, well, I know everything is a blessing. So no matter what percentage I get, I'm gonna be happy with. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why when you when you are are able to be that faithful, things multiply in the way that they multiply. Mm-hmm. Because again, everything that I appreciate, whenever I go down the pathway of, uh, you know, watching certain stuff, mm-hmm. then I start to see that all around me in a in a bunch of different ways. And 
I, I just think that a, a, a big part of our life is that we don't know how to appreciate what we got, which is the reason why we only have what we got. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you it, it's you're holding on to everything you got because it's the, it's the whole hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to have all of this. Right. And then I want to have more. But yeah. you don't appreciate what you have the right way because you feel like it's worth more than anything that you got anyway. But, you know, that's a whole other story. Yeah. Here's a, an expression. Uh, I don't know where. What would you say, L.A.? That's called greed. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is called greed. Because we really don't need much. Right. We don't need we really, much. We True. don't. But right. we just the, want it. The, you know. The, the true testament of the, testament of that auntie is the fast. Like yeah. every time we fast, everybody that I know anyway, all the time we fast, we realize how much we eat. Right. Every single time, without right. without mm-hmm. without a question, like you you literally start to think, dang. I made it through this, yeah. and I just be eating like this all the time. <laughs> right. And it, it, it just it just go to show you how we're programmed mm-hmm. to to just be seeking more all the time. Right. People don't realize, like, especially for me and what I've been praying. Like, I just really thought about it just now. I be praying a lot, like, God use me as a vessel to help somebody else. Right. And. When I pray that, I be literally being a blessing to somebody else. Like right. I, I see it, like today, for example, God used me to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. My schedule is open. Right. Yeah. So happened that, you know, my cousin will probably look at it like it's a blessing. She need me to take her to work and pick up something that I didn't plan on doing. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I remember one time I helped her with her car. Right. Mm-hmm. And where she would go to a shop and they charge her whoop to whoop to whoop. I can do it. It's gonna take a look. It's gonna take a little longer. Mm-hmm. Right. I can definitely do it, and it actually like some for me as a lately anyway. It feels good that I can be a blessing to somebody and help somebody. Right. You know, yeah. I don't necessarily. You don't gotta bless me back. Like I told my cousin, I'm gonna pay you. I don't want your money. I yeah. see you doing good. You take right. care of your child. Let me do this for you. Because right. And also me doing this for you. It makes me feel good right. and be able to it help somebody. It does feel it feels good to help somebody else. Right. It does. Bless yeah, him. who is that talking? Because he has a good heart. That's my <laughs> oldest. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Dee Dee Junior. <laughs> uh, no. That's Dee Dee's oldest son. Getting, uh, uh, LA. getting back oh, to oh, okay. Hi, how are Dee you Dee doing, Junior? Yeah, the, the, the we're talking about the finances, right? Yeah. And uh, there's uh, an expression that you and I use all the time in reference to greed, L.A. Mm-hmm. And we always ask, when we watch this stuff on TV and we're seeing people, you know, no matter Killing what. Killing people over, kill over money. So money and. We always turn. Crazy. Yeah, we always turn to each other and we'll say this. How much money is, is enough? enough? Yeah. And the answer is always just, just a, a little, little bit, bit more. more. Yeah. No matter how much you got, mm-hmm. the answer is always it's just It's like people are never satisfied. And you, you know? can plug anything in there. How much attention is enough? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit yeah, more. Just a, exactly. Yeah, just a little bit just a little bit more right mm-hmm. it's always just a little bit more That's true and it, going back to the financial aspect of it and we was talking about the 90 10 50 40 how, how yeah. whatever percentage you want to give to it a hundred percent of it belongs to god if you're yeah. coming in from a biblical mindset yeah. yeah and so whatever whatever passed through our hands is what we are uh god allows us to manage mm-hmm. and whether That's we get true. yeah whether we get more to manage will det- will be determined by how we are stewards of what we have already received Mm-hmm. And so if you if you go through life, man, all all I can do is just take care of me and my family. I don't, I almost I say I believe this, but no matter how poor or not you are, mm-hmm. there's always something that you can give. Give time. You know? 
Right. Time. It's always something that you can give. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I ain't got no. Well, you know, you like you say, time. You yeah. know, that's what. You know how many volunteer opportunities there are everywhere. Right. Give your time. And the benefit, man, of uh, volunteering somewhere, somewhere, and do, uh, providing a service. You know, the people you won't you won't, you you won't believe how appreciative. Oh my goodness. They will be. Of you, you know, you giving your time because they're always looking. They can't pay, mm-hmm. yeah. but they need to have the stuff done. Mm-hmm. Speaking of having, needing to have the stuff done, I thought the coolest thing, man. It was, it was like, I think this something need to be replicated in cities. What Japan has a contest. Mm-hmm. I saw this last night. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. They have a contest where people fly into Japan. And what the contest is, is they give them trash bags, right? Mm-hmm. And you got X amount of time to pick up as much trash as you can wow. in Japan. And I don't, I, didn't, I don't remember what the prize was. Yeah. But I mean, people fly in from all That's over right. the world. That's smart. Well, I, right? didn't, I didn't know Japan was trashy. They must have a lot of trash. Apparently, but... <laughs> I mean, people fly in from all. So let's wow. think about that. I mean, that could be replicated. You mean you yeah. can Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, any city USA? Yeah. You can you can commission something like that. Now everybody ain't gonna win. You know that that makes the people get out there and hustle harder. You right. know we mm-hmm. pay in the top five spots. Right. Mm-hmm. You know you want to be in that top five. Top five, and then you offer them something that's worth their time. Yeah. And so, man, you you talking about a way to clean up a city? I yeah. thought I, when I saw that story last night, I'm like, man, how interesting was that? Right. Man, that, that they would do that. Yeah. And the blessing is, <laughs> you get a clean city yeah. for, for yeah. the a minimal amount of money spent, mm-hmm. and then the people get you know. They're motivated by the prizes also. And the recognition because people want to be recognized. Right. Man, I got the most trash in Fort Worth at the Cowtown Cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and then also the fellowship. Yeah. Because while you're out there picking up trash, you know, you're out there, yeah. you know, running into people, shaking hands, talking yeah. while you're picking. So it's, I think it's an excellent idea. So if you're out there in, in it, in the municipalities throughout the USA, mm-hmm. y'all might want to pick up on what Japan is doing over there. Man. Well, you so. know they do that in our neighborhood, uh, but they do it free, for free. Right? You know, we have people who just walk the neighborhood and pick up trash. Yeah, right. You know, you see them around at the pond all the time. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, we cannot depend on other people to clean our city up. We can do it. Right? Why won't we? Mm-hmm. But we complain about oh, you see how that trash over there. Pick yeah. it up. Right. Yeah. It won't take but a minute, well, and then you cleaning your you, you cleaning your city. Cleaning your city, man. That's so yeah. <laughs> that's a great thing to do, man. I was like, I never thought it. I just that just kind of blew my mind away. Help yourself, man. So yeah. uh, Kevin said, "Is the real definition of Thanksgiving a blessing?" If I think so, because you you have to realize, man, uh, that you are blessed and. Uh, like we say, every day, we, we every when you day. lay your head down at night, you don't know that you're going to wake up. Yeah. That's right. So when you when you work your, your nine-to-five job and you get that check, that check allows you to provide for your family. Even you work for it, they didn't give it to you, but mm-hmm. it's still a blessing because you're capable of working. That's right. You're capable of getting yeah. up there and earning that paycheck, mm-hmm. man. You know, you take for granted that, that you inhale and exhale, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to, even in the most adverse situation, there's always something that you can be thankful for, you know, because 
know, like we was talking about. You should can, be thankful for You it. should yes. be, you know, so, yeah. yeah, being thankful, it is a blessing because, you know, if you if you were dead, you can't be thankful. Right. <laughs> no, you can't. So, no, you I, can't. Yeah, so I, I, and it's like uh, I read somewhere that, was that you that told me that this, yeah, it was you that told me that this lady on, on, uh, in November, those 30 days of being thankful. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I thought, man, I said, cool, next year. I may adopt that, you know, and then yeah. every day, you know, I don't have I'm to. thankful every yeah. day, yeah. you know, yeah. the truth be told, but yeah. I mean, but let's say like on Tuesdays in November, mm-hmm. I come in on Tuesdays and, and mention seven things that I'm thankful, thankful for mm-hmm. that week, you know, and it's, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, you know, that's and, and cool, that'll, and that'll cover that, but I'm always, I am never not thankful, Me yeah. Yeah. like Ooh. when I greet people, people, I've been saying this for a long time. I don't know. I ain't, I don't think I heard it anywhere. It was just kind of an, a philosophy that I adopted. And then people would ask me, "How?" He say, "Diddy, how you doing?" And I, my answer would always be, "Every day is a bless. Now, every day is a good day, good day even yeah. bad days. Yeah, you know. And so they were like, "Why do you say that?" Well, you know, bad days, I'm still alive. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can, I have the opportunity to go through this bad day and reach another good day. Mm-hmm. So every, I, my answer has always been, "Every day is a good day, even bad days." Mm-hmm. And so I've been saying that, man, for almost 30 years now, yeah. man. It's just something one day somebody asked me, and I responded that way. And I'm like, hey, man, that's kind of cool. I think yeah. I'll keep that. That is a good saying. And so people people find so many ways to complain Ooh. about things, mm. man. And it's, it, it's, it's a lot. it takes a lot to be bitter and complaining about yeah, stuff yeah. all the time, I don't man. Want I don't to. You know what? When I notice myself complaining, I stop and say, "What is wrong with you?" Me too. You know, every time. What, what is going on? Every here? time. Is it that serious, Troy? Okay. Right. Like for you, real, Troy. You don't have nothing to complain about, really. You <laughs> really don't. So. And then I, I tell people. Even if you do have something to complain about, you can still find something to be thankful for. Yeah, man. You true. know, I was like, uh, you know what? Hurry up, get this complaint out, and right, get, you and know, get it off your chest. To, yeah. and let's keep going. Right. That's like when my knee was hurting, man. I wouldn't wish that on nobody, man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh Lord, I don't want to go through this. But I, was, I was laying down in the bed, said. When I come out on the other side, I'm gonna be better. Yeah, and thankful for having gone through. Now, like I said, I don't want to go through it again. But if I do, I'm just not gonna. Oh wow, why me? me. Well, I didn't have yeah. that woe is me attitude. I'm like, oh lord, and and you'll heal me as fast as you, you know. don't want to be with those people. And, 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 oh, and the thing, right? And and the <laughs> thing about that, Auntie, I'm glad that y'all both touching on it. Like mm-hmm. the reality of it is, you make your life the way that you want to. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is. I have things that go on with me. Mm-hmm. If I complain about them all the time, the only thing that's going to happen is everybody around me going to start complaining too. That's and true. I know it's a fact. It is. It is contagious. At, look, <laughs> all of the, all of the, all of the men and women that I know, meaning mm-hmm. husbands and wives that I'm cool with, mm-hmm. the husband talks like the wife, and the wife talks like the husband. Mm-hmm. Like they have similarities in the lingo, or maybe certain, like they may argue the same way. Uh-huh. But the reason being is because they picked up on the way that each other communicate over time, and mm-hmm. they start to use that with other people. Oh, okay. I see Chardonnay argue like me sometimes with other people. And uh-huh. they're like, okay, but dang, she arguing like me. And it, <laughs> it, it kind of makes me change the tone or the way that I might say things because I want the, the what I would feel like at the time of my life that I'm in to be mm-hmm. the right way that they respond, right? Right. And plus your kids are watching. And your kids are watching. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. So the reality of it is what happened is 
if I walk around and say my foot hurt all the time, mm-hmm. then eventually Brody is gonna start I saying my right. foot hurt all the time. Yeah. And then right. I'm gonna be like, why are you still talking about your foot? Right. Well, the reason why is because I've made this a thing in mm-hmm. our world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the part that people don't realize. Like, you might feel like you got people around you that do certain things, but the question that you gotta ask yourself is, what did you do to make that okay in your world? Yeah. Because everything else in your world is according to your plan. God's plan, but your plan. You know, yeah. I got a question for everybody. Yeah. Can your lesson be a blessing to somebody else? Oh. All the time. Yeah. Of yeah. course. I would like to hear an example. No test, no testimony. Oh, okay. Man, that- <laughs> Look, I can't, when you got kids, man. Everything that I did wrong, right, right. <laughs> everything that hurt, everything that, you know, I learned a lesson and I barely made it out, yeah. that's all stuff that I pass on. But if you just want to talk about, you know, a, in my adult life and, um, you know, a, adult people doing stuff that I'm doing, like, look, being married is is, Ooh, is, that's a, what is I was it's its own thing. You know, it's its own thing yeah and uh the reality it's two of it, people that come from two totally different two, worlds two different worlds right mm-hmm. and you're trying to mesh them worlds together mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of times it's hard to come to terms or i guess meet in the middle because it's no it's really no middle it's either your right. side or my side on certain <laughs> things and just the way that you respond to that um and the response that you might get back is something that most men that i know we kind of talk about look man this is what happened with me Mm-hmm. If I was you, this is the way that I would right. respond to that. And I'm pretty sure women do the same thing. I've heard yeah. Chardonnay talk about, you know, girls kind of just throwing stuff around. But literally, like in relationship, you know, your your lesson is a lot of times a blessing for other people to stop them going through go, for going through the same thing that you went through. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, to piggyback on what you said, any experience that you or I have that you've learned a lesson from and you can go to someone look uh i've had this experience in my life i'm telling you you know i went through it i went about it the wrong way i know the right way mm-hmm. let me help you out with the right way yes. so so you know I, like if, I, I say this expression all the time man uh smart is like being smart is learning from your own lesson mm-hmm. but wisdom is learning from the failures of older people okay. i'm like yeah. oh, so i don't want you to be smart i want to help you be wise i don't exactly. already done That's this mm-hmm. Cause how many times you know have you sure. heard a, a, a senior citizen or someone who is older in your life mm-hmm. baby where you trying to go i done been there and back but you know what for some reason, people think you've been where you are right now your whole life. Right, man. You didn't right. go through nothing. nothing. You just came here 61 years old. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's why we can tell people, hey, I've been through this. Yeah. It's just like, um, oh, gosh, I, I forgot what I was just getting ready to say. But no test, no testimony. Right. I, I'll think of it again, but well, I some, just can't think of it They right say, now. some. you know, I don't want to, if somebody... If I'm going somewhere, you see me going somewhere, mm-hmm. please help me. Mm-hmm. If you know a way that you, I can avoid not going through whatever it is I'm going through. Now, when I was a kid, you know, a young person up to like your mid-20s, all your lessons have to be bought. Yep. You know, because mm-hmm. nobody yep. can't tell you nothing. Yep. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> and that's, that's all of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, after you done bought a few of them, you were like, oh, mm-hmm. man. I was on. just saying that to my brother yesterday. It's <laughs> no lesson like the one you have to buy. Right. Because once you buy it, you know, you use your own money, time, yep. efforts in making the money to buy this thing. 
you're going to appreciate it. Right. And for those of you who are wondering what a bought lesson is, a bought lesson is when anybody try to help you in a situation, try to tell you how you can avoid going through something, and you say, well, I'm going to have to find out for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that I'm gonna have to find out for myself it's is a lesson that you just bought. It's mm -hmm. there for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if if anybody is in your life mm -hmm. and they give you some advice, now I, here's a, an, an example of an advice not to take. My wife and I are married. I'm not gonna ask my son about a marriage situation because right. 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 he's not married. Right yeah. now, same thing. Now, I can kind of give him some advice on being single because yeah. I've been yeah. single before. Yeah. I, but if you ain't where I am, yeah. I'm not. And yeah. So that that can be, if you fall in somebody that's not in your situation, situation. Yeah, <laughs> you about to buy something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. If, uh, the flip side of the equation, now, if I go to another couple that's in my, and I'm just married, that's a few years down the mm -hmm. road. Now I can look to them and go, oh, me and my wife are right here. Oh, yeah. baby, we we've been there. Yeah. This is this is what you need to do. Yeah. Right. You know, if you really want to get out of this situation, yeah. You know, and it's usually going to involve praying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and and going sacrifice and then uh, finding out what God <laughs> wants you to do in this situation. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, uh, I was going to talk about Steve Harvey. A lot of people say, well, Steve Harvey can't tell anybody. Uh, Nothing about relationships. He's been married three times. Well, that's the reason why he can. Right. right. Because he's been through it three times. Gonna, now I can tell you the right way to right. do it. I, you know. I can tell you why I messed up. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like say, you know, if you ain't been through the... That's, we was talking about going through things last week when Kevin was in here. Yeah. And uh, that God gives us experiences bad, brings us through so we can help somebody else mm -hmm. you know so if you know if you ain't never been hooked on crack you can't tell a crack a crack fiend how to how to navigate that situation because mm -hmm. right. you sitting up there going you know you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing that well you don't know how powerful some of these drugs are yeah, yeah. addiction you know, is a powerful yeah. thing it is yeah. like i did a, a show a few months back on a new drug I don't think it's here in the United States. It's just kind of slowly trickling here. It's called Crocodile. Yeah. Man, you know a drug is powerful when you're taking it and you're literally watching your flesh open up and decay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, you know, literally, your, your like muscle just, you can see your bone. Yeah. Because right. the muscles have torn, or, torn away and it's open. Yeah. But you still got to get one more hit of that Crocodile, mm. man, while you're watching your leg disappear. That's you know, right. that's... Hunter, is this all in the mind where his leg is disappearing? No, no, literal. <laughs> it's literal. You can actually look down there and see the leg decaying and the bones showing through the leg. Big open sores in his, his stomach and chest and arms. Oh, it's real bad. You gotta get a, and you gotta have another hit. That's how powerful it is. It's, it's so addictive. This drug is called Crocodile. You look it up, man. And uh, how long uh, is Crocodile with a K. Yeah, with a K. Now, I ain't saying try it. I'm saying look up the document. I only want to look it up if we have been in my system like it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just saying for the leg to go away and you still trying to get high. I'm just like, what? Just, well, I mean, addiction you know is wrong. a powerful thing. Well, I, and, and, and that's why I said, but see, they'll have. terrible. When I'm watching this documentary, there have, there have been people who paid some of those consequences that did get off of it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now you can go to somebody else that's hooked on crocodile. Yeah, I can't go and tell you nothing because I yeah. I ain't had that experience. I don't know what the effect. I do kind of know what the effects are from watching the documentary. Right, right, right. But I don't have that personal experience. Right. You don't want it. You right. know. <laughs> I, I I give you a, another example too, Ladidi is a uh, as a as a real estate uh, broker. Um, I show people houses, right? And in early in my career, I being nice would just take like I you know you you want to go get a house I just take you to go look at houses right now one of the things that you should always do as a realtor is every time you're getting ready to show people a house get them under contract mm-hmm. it's not anything like aren't like where they can't go and get with another realtor if they decide to but it's just something saying that I work for you if I end up liking this house you will get paid the commission for since you taking me to this house or whatever the case be right. Well, there have been times, because I was being nice, where I would take a person and I would be going out every day showing them houses. And then before I knew it, they went and found another realtor and closed on the house that I showed them. Mm. Wow. Right? wow. Now, the problem is I don't have no paperwork to say that I worked with them. Right. And yeah. now I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm mad at myself because I was being nice and just trusting the situation. Mm-hmm. And so the lesson for all my agents all the time is that story. And it's hopefully that they learn from my mistake to say that. It only take a second just to fill that paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. It only yeah. take a second to fill that you gotta paperwork. Get them some crocodile for Christmas. Right, right. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, we, uh, our whole show basically be kind of talking. We talking about blessings, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And can you recognize a blessing when you see one? Man, we are blessed today, man. Houston Mitchell Shout has out come to Houston. from. <laughs> what up? <laughs> he's come from the abyss. He's yeah. back, man. I'm like, man. I'm like, I'm so happy to see Houston. Or is listening to. I don't care if you just here for like a minute or. Two, thank mm-hmm. you for showing up, brother. We really missed you, so we appreciate you having uh, checking us out. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure I acknowledge my friend Houston yes. Mitchell, man, for tuning in to the Dita Ingram show. Man. But you so, were uh, Troy earlier. You were asking me what we talked about last week, and it was owing, loaning, and giving money. So okay. yeah, that okay. was yeah. that was pretty yeah. loaning and that was pretty much yeah, the whole. Was we wasn't yeah, that wasn't what we 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 just came in and just started talking, and that's where we landed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so the, one of the things that in that part of the segment, my wife and I was talking about loaning money. I think Kevin agreed with us too. Is that sometimes when you loan the money, you just have to uh, loan what you know you can lose. Yeah, because you know you ain't gonna get it back, <laughs> and then you have to determine from that point how you're gonna deal with that relationship. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, 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 a long time ago, I, I, I came up with the, uh, I decided uh, that if I loaned you money. That I and you didn't pay me back, I'm not gonna trip. Yeah, mm. and I, I, I but, tell, but we not gonna keep doing it. No, though. no, no. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the caveat now, because mm-hmm. I always say I'm like, look, yeah, that's what we talked about. If I loan it to you, you ain't got, and you don't pay me back, you don't have to hide from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you ain't got. You ain't, we, we good. We good. Yeah, yeah. we just <laughs> what all that did was establish a parameter for the relationship. Right. You know we gonna we gonna we gonna still hang like we always did. I mm-hmm. just can't help you out if you need money. You mm-hmm. know, so that, I mean that's, but and, you know, and sometimes and we discuss this too, man. Sometimes talking about being a blessing, sometimes even that person, for some reasons, uh, they will prick your heart and you go, okay, I'm gonna help them this time. I know they ain't gonna they because uh, I give a good example. My wife was convicted about helping uh, her niece. You know, and she just came home one day and said, Didi, I want to do this for so-and-so. I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. This, this person that she wanted to help, 
it's no way we're going to we're going to get anything back from that person. Yeah. But in her heart, she said, I, I see a need. Yeah. I want to meet this need. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. we do it? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have to you have to kind of pick and choose, you know, because sometimes, you know, even somebody that done, you know, didn't pay you back uh, due to some unforeseen s- circumstance. Well, she didn't ask me. No, she didn't. I no, she didn't. So she, uh, so that, that's the that's a difference. Yeah. yeah, definitely a difference. Well, Houston said he's been so busy. I have been fighting City Hall. And then he also said if anybody runs out of food or necessities or our times are just tough. They or are. Our times are just tough. Please don't let yourself, your kids, go to sleep with an empty stomach. Don't be afraid or embarrassed to send me a private message. I am more than happy to share whatever I can. I will drop and go. No one has to know, and I will pretend it never happened. What's understood never has to be explained. Nice, nice. So, y'all, go and uh, like uh, and follow Houston Mitchell. And if you have a need, he'll be there. Now, right. He said, "Be part of the change." That's right. See, yes. that that just goes all the way back to the theme of the whole show about blessings, right? Mm-hmm. Now we didn't know he was going to come on here yeah. and and, uh, and and offer that information and, and uh, make himself available. That right there is a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, not only to us for hearing it, yeah. but if you're out there in the listening ether. You know, go on our Facebook page because there's a lot of people that listen on you know via yes. the internet. Don't really come on our Facebook page. Right. If you're out there in the listener ether, go mm-hmm. to the Dee Dee Ingram show page. Scroll down to the comment section where Houston made this offer. Mm-hmm. And if you're in need, get at him. You know, that's right. Here. Like you say, it could be like how do you, uh, you ever seen these little places that are set up in a neighborhood give take? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. If you yeah. got a can good, yeah. yeah. can good. Yeah, do it with books. Yeah, but, so I've seen, they, but yeah. yeah, I've seen can goods. Somebody stole that guy in Fort Worth's uh, little setup right. where, where he was giving people food. Which, which I thought was you a, remember? You know who I'm talking about? What? Oh, okay. But was, he had a refrigerator. He kept it outside. Right. And you know, people could go oh, get go food. Get or, yeah, yeah. But somebody Shit, stole man, his I whole mean, That is a, such a novel idea, man. They just got these little things set up. And it goes back to to Houston point. You we don't have to make this public. No. You know I can drop and go. You know, like Cheryl Underwood say, don't never let your girlfriend see your man. <laughs> say I got some shoes I need to return. Throw them in the yard. Keep it moving. Okay. <laughs> but not <laughs> but not nobody to the, has to know. But yeah, I mean that's that's that's. I mean, if I'm in need, I'm gonna hit him up, man. Yeah. Houston also says we have to care about other people. We are. Are all going to be in heaven dancing for Jesus mm. if you do the right thing? Right, and the <laughs> and uh, that's that's just that's just that's just such a wonderful thing to hear, man. Mm-hmm. That uh, that he's willing to do it. But here's the deal. This is what I was getting ready to say. This is a time of the of the year where mm-hmm. we are the people that we're telling you that you need to be right. Exactly. You yeah. always find it easy, easy to do mm-hmm. from November to January first, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. But what do you do after January first? Yeah. You know, that's when that's when you showing the love of God, and you know, because because we're gonna do it now. Mm-hmm. It just it just even if you're not a Christian, it just a human being. It's just human nature. You know, I can't this, stand to see hungry people. Yeah, because I, I give to the North Texas yeah. Food Bank every year, regardless, because uh, there's so many people in need. Right. Yeah. 
And then you never you, hunger, man. Is is a ooh, it's I, horrible. I've been kind of hungry you know, during your fast. You're hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have food to go right. get. You know. Yeah, I do. I can I can break that fast at any time. Yeah, you but know, you know how uh, it feels to be right, 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 yeah. hungry. Right, and right. matter of fact, stomach touching your back. You that's my eat when you want to get it. That's mm-hmm. my station in life right now. I'll be breaking the fast when we get out of here. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that it, yeah. But that's a controlled. I mean, yeah. that's controlled hunger. It's but not, you know how it feels. I, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, too. but so, but because at any time. You know, I can go in the refrigerator and go. You know, right. forget this fast <laughs> and, and get a sandwich and chicken or something. Yeah. So let me throw these wings out. Right, right. <laughs> but there, there are situations where people don't have that option. That's yeah. true. You know, and so to have someone who's willing to bring you something. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that was a blessing for my wife and I when we first got married, man. Remember, we took that lady, that chicken. It was this lady. She uh. She had two sons, and they, they had they made the. Uh, they, it was a church announcement. Mm-hmm. They said that we have uh, members. It was around Christmas time. We have members that are in need. Yeah. If you think you can help somebody, and they had a table, and you can go pull a card, and then if you, you if you can meet that need, you keep it. If you couldn't, you just put it back and got another card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this one particular lady, she had two sons, and all she wanted was just some some food, mm-hmm. you know. So we went out. She said she just wanted. Like two small boxes of chicken for a kid. Oh, yeah, so we went out and we bought her a boatload of chicken. Yeah. We had a whole lot of stuff. And we went to her house, man, and she was just she was just crying, man. It was like, I just wanted a couple pieces of chicken. It's like, well, we're not a couple pieces of chicken people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so but it was is in uh and it was just a blessing to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, and then uh just walk away and just go, look, we helped somebody today. Mm-hmm. You know, we they made me feel good. Yeah. You know, and so when when you have the ability to do that and meet a need, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 great to be able to do that. And so it is. Like, I, I want to uh, I want to read what uh, Houston said. And I also want to ask uh, L.A. something. But Houston said, uh, Didi. You need to do the Troy's Water Challenge. And uh, yeah. I want to tell Houston, Dee Dee is actually one of the people that was doing it with us. Cause Houston did it with us, too. Right. Oh, I don't know okay. if y'all knew when we were doing it every month. Houston right. Yeah. Us, so I'm Dee doing Dee. it right now, Houston. Now he, do, he doing it now. I'm doing it right every day. Water, water fast. Water three fast. days. Water and you still do three days? It, every once in a while. Yeah. I've been fasting on Mondays. Like every that. Monday, Houston. Every Monday. I break it. I miss yesterday. Yeah, every, I usually do it on yeah. Mondays. So, too. yeah. I, I'm with you on that, sir. And, <laughs> uh... I want to ask L.A., um, do you find it easier to be a seasonal giver versus just a a, a, a year-round giver? Or And it's not about, you know, physical things or money, but just, you know, just being given or being a blessing to people. Because we just said, you know, normally it picks up during this time of year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm a blessing every day that I wake up. That's that's what's up. So I I don't mind blessing others no matter what. It's not a season for me. It's right. an everyday thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's and and also blessings doesn't come monetary. Also, I mean, right. like not you know you can be a blessing in so many ways and mm-hmm. so many things and not even knowing your right. voice can be a blessing for somebody else. That's True. powerful. That doesn't yes. even cost anything. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Like your presence, and you know, mm-hmm. true. Just somebody to yeah. lean on when you're in a time of need can be a blessing to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah. many people. Somebody could be like 
about to take their life, you know, yeah. you don't even know, but because you see something in them and you just speak, you know, speak power life. in them by yeah. your words, I mean, they could want to live, you know, mm-hmm. you just never know. Yeah, and, and, and uh, speaking of that, there's two things that you can do any any day, and it, it can make the difference. One of them is smile. Smile. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You walk past yeah. somebody, and that smile could be could change that person's whole day. Yes, that's that true. That whole day, man, mm-hmm. because they you don't know what they're going through, mm-hmm. and you just you ain't have to say nothing. Just smile. Yeah. Just smile yeah. and walk by. And the other thing is, say a kind word. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you walk by there and you just just say, "Oh man." Dude, that's you look kind of sorry, bro. When I grow up, I won't dress like you, man. You know, and you just you just saying something like, "Oh, yeah. young lady, man, your hair looks nice. You know, you have beautiful eyes, sir, man. How how do you get like that? How often you work out, man? I need you know you yeah. know just a kind word. Today is gonna be a good day. And you know you what? Know? So many people want you to. T- they want to be talked to, right? Yeah. They need to be talked yeah. to, but. Nobody's talking to anybody. Right. Everybody, everybody is in the phones or not even making eye contact. Right. But, and, so how are you going to talk to anybody? And I want to, I want to add to that, Auntie. You write some. Everybody, including you, yeah. including you, want to be talked to. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I point that out is because I, I talk about how you make your world what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I talk to, I'm going. It, it's I'm going to. If you don't want to hear nothing positive, don't talk to me. Right. Because I'm, right. I'm going to tell you what I think based off of our relationship, and mm-hmm. it's going to be positive. Oh. But the beauty part, the beautiful part of it and the blessing, because you talk about blessing somebody else with your words, mm-hmm. the blessing comes back to you because the reality is I don't have not one person in my life that would tell me anything negative. Right. Now, I'm not saying that they won't tell me the truth. Yeah. It's different. Right. But everybody around me because of the way my life has been set up by myself mm-hmm. it's nothing but positivity that flow back right and yeah. that's the blessing if you if you decide to be that you know that to be your thing if you're smiling at everybody everywhere you go mm-hmm. all the people that you've given a smile will only smile back at you right. guaranteed one, yeah. the, one of my favorite places, man, to mess with people, and my wife can attest to this, man, <laughs> is in a, anywhere where I'm at a cash register. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I just, it just gives me great joy, man, to just say whatever, man. And it, it just trips everybody out when I do that, man, because yeah. I go in and uh, I make, I be at the cash register and I say, you know, today is National Help a Broke Dude Out Day. Yeah. You know, it'd it, it be anything, man, and it just, and they just look at me all kind of crazy, but they're smiling, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I walk out of there, I, I, you know, <laughs> my wife just always say, man, you a trip, man. I don't, yeah. Because it just, it's just fun to do. Yeah. It's fun to do. That's why I don't like going to the little automated machine. I like interpersonal relationships, yeah, man. I want uh, my W-2. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm going to tell you like this. Test it. Test, 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 test mm-hmm. it. Go around some people that's trying to be super serious. And you, you're going to have to you gonna have to drum up that real laugh out of you. Like, you know, not that fake laugh, but you're going to have to laugh for real. Mm-hmm. And just laugh. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you just keep laughing, they're Everybody. going to eventually laugh. Mm-hmm. I have literally saw people at funerals laugh because of stuff like that. It yeah. is contagious. It, it, just like a smile. Yeah. Just like positivity. Mm-hmm. It, the, whatever yeah. you decide Attitude to. Attitude is contagious. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Say it again, L.A. I said an attitude can be contagious too. Everything, yeah. everything. If you, if you decide to put it in the forefront of you, mm-hmm. your life is going to reflect it back to you. It it, it has to. If mm-hmm. if you look, 
some rappers that's not gangster rappers, right? Yeah. But they talk about guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some kind of way, guns find themselves to them. Right. Yeah. It always happens. And, and, and the question, they'll be like, I don't even live that kind of life, but you're talking about it. Right. Yeah. So you're projecting something that you want to be in front of you or mm. you're saying is in front of you. So it will be there. Yeah. Right. So. Because you, you spoke it into existence. You, you spoke it into existence. Even though it existed, you spoke it into your existence. Yes. Right. The part that we missed. And mm-hmm. that's the reason why I'm saying, like, the, the smiling, the la- like, you don't believe it, just laugh. Just laugh. Even if, you, if, you, if you're married or you're in a relationship and you and your spouse got into it, laugh. Right. Just watch what happened. I promise you, like, they're going to be mad at you, but they probably still going to laugh, too. Yeah. Like, Chardonnay like, have told me plenty of times, I can't stand you. <laughs> and you know it's like one of those where you just like, okay, I want to be mad at you, but I can't even be mad right. at you. Right. You just, you just goofy. <laughs> Kevin asked the question, positive vibes. I wonder why people choose not to live that life. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times, I'm I don't even know if people are aware that they can. And yeah. then uh, because they, of... They condition not to think that way. They, I believe... I, it, I, it all starts with your thoughts. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And then uh, life circumstances beat you up and all of that stuff. You're not around positive people. They're giving you positive reinforcement. And so you don't know that that's actually a life that you can live. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would say that too. Like To your point, you get trained a certain way. And Ooh. I know it for a fact. Having kids, man, like... Brody can come. He can go to school, and he will come home and say, "Dad, I had a bad day." Now he's five years old. Yeah, he'll say, "Dad, I have, I had a bad day," and I'll be like, "Okay, well, why was your day bad?" And he'll say, "Because Josue, he he uh, he fell right." Mm-hmm. So I'll ask him. So one thing made your entire day bad, right? And the reason why he would say that is because somewhere. In, in the stratosphere, it made you think that if something happened, mm-hmm. it's a bad day. It's going to ruin your whole day. You, there's nothing out there that says if one good thing happened, regardless of all the bad stuff that mm-hmm. happened, it's a good day. Right. Yeah. He never comes and says that if something bad happened. And so it just, it just goes to show you, like, through time, we condition ourselves, and then that's what becomes mm-hmm. the norm. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's you true. Know, it's just like that. That's true. <laughs> or we try to hold other people's weight. Just like you were saying, your mm-hmm. son is talking about somebody else. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that weight is on him. Yeah. But we're not even, we don't even realize that we're holding someone else's baggage. And yeah. we can just let it go because it doesn't belong to us. Yeah. That's true. And then you let what other people say weigh you down too. True. Like something you did years ago. People still holding that over your head, even though you you repented, you know, you asked for forgiveness and the whole nine. They still holding it over your head, and then that's weighing you down. Let it go, y'all. Right. I'm like, let it go. You come up to me with some stuff. (laughs) I did a long time. Man, I done done moved on, man. It's like a. But some people (laughs) can't. You know, they, they find themselves not being able to move on because. It's become the norm. Right. Yeah. And I want to read what uh, Houston said. He said his best marriage advice. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> and and I would uh, also just to kind of tag on to Auntie when she said let it go. Mm-hmm. And we're projecting the other person. But you got to let it go too. Because, again, I'm, I'm just going to tell you about me. Mm-hmm. Somebody that I got into it with before. Years past. I was past it. But I wasn't past it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't still there where I was reactionary to him, yeah. but in my own head, you know, it was running. Mm-hmm. And so when I got around this per- these, this person or these people, 
I was in there. This is how you know I didn't let it go. They're going to hold it over my head only because I'm holding it over my head. Right. You got mm-hmm. to you got to stop holding it over your head. So I get around these people, and in my mind, I'm just anticipating and waiting for something to go wrong. <laughs> like, and, and maybe it, nothing and, and will and go it's, wrong. It's nothing going to go wrong mm-hmm. until you know you you got to let it go too. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't but see. That's what people got to. And it took me a while to realize this. Like you talking about letting it go and stuff. People got to realize, like, the true definition of forgiveness. It took me a minute to learn this. Like, people don't realize that when you forgive somebody, it's not that you're not going to remember. It's the act of not remembering. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the thought going to always be there. Right. But when you don't sit up there and just, okay, I'm thinking about this, you know, you forgot. Yeah. You're not thinking about it. I Like, one thing I can say in my life now, even, like, Anybody that's ever done anything to me, mm-hmm. prayed to God, I let it all go. Yes. And even if it inched back into my mind again, I still go back to God, hey, I let, let it go. Because right. I, don't, I don't hold nothing against nobody. And I bet you feel so lighter, too, I don't you? I feel lighter, and nobody's going to be living rent-free in my head. Right. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> so, that, 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 that's a word right you, there. You answered the question, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. But uh, how many of us have been in a situation where we've been injured? Mm-hmm. We say we we forgiven, and I, to use your definition, they don't they don't mean that we have forgotten. We yeah. simply are not holding them accountable for what they have done to us. Yeah. And then you run into that person, mm-hmm. and, and initially, mm-hmm. you know, you go back to that injury, mm-hmm. and I've had this happen to me. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and I'm like, my my initial response was to kind of tense up and avoid whoever this person was, and mm-hmm. just say, "Well, I'm gonna be cool. I just I don't forgive. Them. I don't need to see." But then the other thing is, I got to go, well, if I've truly forgiven them, mm-hmm. why am I letting what they did dictate what I'm doing right now? Yeah. Why don't I just go over there and say hello? We ain't got to have a, a long conversation. Hey, yeah. how you doing? I'm the one that's remembering the injury. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time when people injure you, they injure you. And they, it's like they moved they on. They can move. Yeah. Man. You know, they, they, they ain't ready to do it. You the one going around, oh, man. So, so, my, so I'm like, why? If they done done it and moved on, mm-hmm. I'm the one that's holding myself in prison. So yeah. I, they, I go over there. Hey, how you doing? You know, how's life? Yada yada. And this, we we don't talk about the injury. Yeah. You know, and you just because you sitting there holding yourself prison. You said you don't forgave, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so, have you guys ever found yourself? Well, you just said you yeah. didn't. You did. So, mm-hmm. what about you, sweetie? Um, I don't know because I'm not around anybody. I mean, I've forgiven everyone. Right. So I, but I haven't encountered uh, anybody, you know, who I've forgiven. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like not, you haven't seen them again to put yourself uh, right. on the yeah. It takes practice, though. Right. I'm not saying, like, when you first forgive, and mm-hmm. if you really don't know the true definition behind it, mm-hmm. perfect, for example, not saying you done nothing to me, but my pops does something to me, mm-hmm. and I say I forgive him. Yeah, and then, like I see him, like he said, it keeps coming up. Right. Then I didn't truly forgive. forgive. Right. Now, in some instances, you can come back to that relationship. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. reestablish it. Some people you can forgive and never reestablish. Right. That's situation. true. Forgiveness don't mean that you have to uh, reconcile. That's yeah. a whole different. Forgiveness does you know. not equal right. reconciliation. That's a, that's a whole well, different. Well, Kevin said people's cutoff game is so strong nowadays. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> that is the down. truth. Forgiveness makes it hard for happiness. Again, life is way too short. Focus on your happy. 
Then Angela Hall says, shout out to Angela. Shout out, Angela. Forgiveness is a practice we must implement on a daily basis. We must choose to forgive and keep forgiving. Learning your triggers will also help. I like that second statement, man. Learning your triggers will help. Now, my daughter's dad i don't ever have to see him again but if i do you know it's gonna be hello how you yeah. doing but um we're we're not gonna be friends but yeah. i can be cordial i, I want i want to touch on something that so shout out to angela and realize appreciate you jumping on yes. um but i want to shout out uh my boy jay clay again i gotta give it to him mm-hmm. and it's uh in, re- in regards to what kevin said and, uh one of the things he, he said life is way too short it is. And one of the things that Jay Clay says all the time, and when he said it, I was like, yeah, you're right. The reality of it is life is the longest thing we do, period. Right. Life is That's way too good. long to be miserable. And That's just, uh, good. Just, just, wow. Just for you to understand, <laughs> like, if I'm going to hang on something for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. why would I, like, I, I, only me. <laughs> only I get to live with it. Like, right. I don't live... You you can never imagine how somebody else is living with what you think they're right. supposed to be living with. Mm-hmm. So when you're mad at somebody, the longer you mad with them is the longer you're spending in your life to be mad. And it's too long for you to right. be miserable yes. for that long. It's too crazy. Yeah. Also being, I mean, my bad. Also being mad like that can alter your life, too. Ooh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Holding yes, on to indeed. grudges and all that other stuff. You so focused on... What that person did, you can't get ahead. Yeah, yeah. and you know it causes it affect health. The body. It yeah, does. I was yeah. just getting ready to say it causes health issues. Yeah. When you when you hold on to unforgiveness, you can cause cancer in your body. You can cause just head migraines. You can right. cause all kinds of problems just by not forgiving. And, uh, and they didn't tell you that in school. No, yeah, you're not going to <laughs> get that you're in right school. You don't get that in the school of hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing that that that's a negative trait of unforgiveness is you you haven't forgiven whoever this person is right mm-hmm. but it carries through to all of your relationships yep. yeah. you mad at person x but the way you treat person a b c and d is based on your really? anger that's true at, yep. you know so it's it's not only affecting you it's affecting your your whole circle mm-hmm. now they don't know why you treating them the way you treating them mm-hmm. You know, and now they want to, well, what I do to you? Why do you? And the crazy thing is. I didn't even do nothing. Right. And they, <laughs> my kids say. And you're not even aware that you're treating them that way. Mm-hmm. It takes them to go, well, why are you treating me like this? What did I do to make you? And, and that's when your world shifts. Because you right. you're not even aware that you're treating them like that. But you're not aware that you're treating yourself like that. Because guess what? Fight come with it. If you come home and you acting crazy with me, mm. you never thought that I was going to be a problem today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that I was going to be a problem. Yeah. Because you was mad at somebody else. Mm-hmm. And now you're upset and you're taking it out on me. And not because I'm not responding in any kind of way because I want to. I'm responding based off of the energy that's brought. Right. Yeah. So again, when you say you start to bring that to everybody else in your world, right. now you wonder why your world crazy because you made it that way. That's right. true. You're treating yourself that way. You're saying that it's okay for me to... When something's bothering me, for me to take it out on other people. Mm. So now that you're bothering me, yeah. I'm going to take it out on you because that's the kind of relationship that we have. Right. Like two of the most important things for me that I learned about forgiveness is, one, God said if you don't forgive others, he won't forgive you. Right. That's right. And then two, which is like equally important to me, forgiveness is not about the other person. It's no. always about you. That's right. right. 
you're holding on, and like you said, cause physical issues, mm -hmm. cause mental issues, yeah. it can cause distances in relationships and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Unforgiveness harbors so much hate and resentment in you mm -hmm. that you don't let it go. Like I, I'm not going to even say the person's name. It's a family member that I've mm -hmm. seen hold. A grudge, and I'm talking about decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it don't make no sense. Yeah. And I sit up here and I watch, like, when are you gonna let that go? Right. Yeah. Because yeah. it only hurts you, and then also certain unforgiveness will keep people away from you, right. That's locking true. your own blessings and everything, right. like holding on to something. Right. Yeah. And I, I say too, I've been mad enough where I looked at myself and like, you're done right. <laughs> to myself. <laughs> yeah. Like. I, you know, you just kind of you again. You say it's about you, mm -hmm. and it, sometimes you can look at yourself and see how crazy you look. Like I'm really tripping right now. Right. I'm the only person mad. They don't even care. I'm the only person sitting right here. My blood pressure high. I got you know all of these different things. Like I've literally sat and looked at myself and like Troy, you you straight up tripping, dude. Right. Get yourself together. But ain't it takes you to realize that. Yeah. Yep. And how many people are open to that? Really? You know, really taking a look at yourself. Yeah. Angela Hall said it's about account accountability. Now, on the way here, yeah. I heard um, someone ask, is it that people don't want to be called on their stuff nowadays or they just don't want to take accountability? I think it's a combination of the two. Because if you but, called on yeah. your stuff, you have to be held accountable. Yeah. And so I, I'm going because you know people don't want you to. Okay. I, now I, you know you're going the wrong way. Right. Right. You know they don't want you to tell them that. That's because that's, you're offending me. That's yeah. how you would know how much respect somebody got right. for you too. That's true. When was, that's, that'll tell you everything. Uh, you know, at a younger age, man, I, I used to tell my wife this all the time. I, I my mouth, man, I, yeah, you just couldn't say stuff to me, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was in. I'm in the National Guards, man. I'm probably about. Four years in, and I get in, in trouble with this, uh, his command sergeant major, mm -hmm. you know, so he come in one day and he charged me up. I said, hey, look, dude, we just here on the weekend. Ah, apparently you having some problems at home. Mm -hmm. Don't bring home in here because yeah. I'm not the one to take because I'm going to go. I said, what's going to happen is I'm going to forget I got this uniform on, mm -hmm. you know, because you have whatever your problem is at home. Leave that at home. When you come in here, you'll be a soldier, and I'll respect you, and I'll obey your orders. But you bringing that in here and trying to take it out on me, I say, I'm not cut from that cloth, man. We're going to have a problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, uh, you know, he turned around and walked away. I said, I just have to let you know, dude, uh, I'm not that guy, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. And so, but, and that's why I tell you, you know, if you got an issue, you can't just take that. And I, I used to, I used to say this at work when we were, when we were working. Mm -hmm. Dude, I'm sorry you having a problem at home, mm -hmm. but uh, we don't don't bring that to work. Yeah, we good, fam. We here uh, here I drill holes and put in fasteners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry you having an issue when you at at three thirty when you clock out, you can turn back into that guy and go home mm -hmm. and continue with that issue. But I had nothing to do with your home life, mm -hmm. you know. So don't either don't bring that to me or just don't come around me because yeah. uh, I'm sorry, but. I have anything to do with that. Yeah. yeah, and you have the right to tell people, get away from me with that, or I don't want to hear that. Right. All of the above, because y you're listening to all that negativeness, and then it's going to 
it's gonna rub it's gonna off on you, you. yeah. Right. If you if you allow you can it, rebuke it too. Yes, and I do. And I, and I want to <laughs> touch on too the part when we when we're talking about you know people trying to tell you something you don't want to hear. You gotta you know you you want to be upset about it because you don't feel like you need to be told anything. Yeah. And so again, back to Ladidi's point, it's all about you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like for me. I'm going to show y'all. Jay Clay and me. Me and Jay Clay, we like this. Yeah. Right? We we tight. Mm-hmm. And I know that he has a high level of respect for me. Mm-hmm. So, it means I can tell him things that maybe... I, I think he would accept it from anybody just where he is right now. In his right. Life. But, you know, if he wasn't there, I know that I could tell him things. And it might not be what he wants to hear, but he'll be okay with it. Yeah. So I can listen to something and say, oh, no, that's not tight, dude. You can do better. And him not be like, well, you don't know what's in a certain way. Yeah. But the, the, the point that I want to make is, again, I'm not saying let anybody come and tell you anything because everybody got to have their boundaries. And you got to have people mm-hmm. that you feel like you trust to give you um, good feedback. But when you got that in your life, mm-hmm. like the minute you tell somebody not to tell you something or you get mad. You now have eliminated them giving you feedback going forward. Mm-hmm. So if something else is wrong with you and nobody came to your aid yeah. it's because you've already let people know that you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said to go back to how much respect you might feel like somebody has for you. Mm-hmm. There have been plenty of times when I'm talking to Clay and I know he respects me. Yeah. Right. But because of the way our society is, society is made up, I still can feel reluctant to tell him something. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I tell him. He gives me the reassurance by saying, okay, I appreciate that, man. I'll take it under advisement and right. not be, um, you know, have a negative right. attitude yeah. about what I got to say. So the Another yeah. thing uh, along this line, is I just popped into my head when, at the latter part of the conversation, then we got to get out of here. People have a talent for recognizing who they can dump on, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, because like. They're so used to coming to you with their problems, yeah. you know. You, you don't mind listening to it once or twice. Right. But now all of a sudden... You you the go to, yeah. You know, because I've I've had people uh, when I was working that would come to me like that. And then I would tell them after a while, I say, "Hey, dude, I'm sorry, you're going through all of this, but you're gonna have to maybe find somebody else to talk to about this, because now, now you that that spirit, you know, you yeah. putting you putting that on me, you, you know. To take me out of that, man. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I ain't I, I'm not trying to go out. Well, you I was just <laughs> thinking that the other day with um. A friend, I don't even call him a friend. It's a brother of mine. Like sometimes I get to a point to where like I don't mind being an ear, right? But hearing it like over and over, like it gets me down. Right? Like, yeah. I'm not even going through that. Like, right. right? You know what my rule is, little Diddy? What's up? My rule is I listen to you tell me something, but you can't tell me the same thing over and over again. <laughs> right. Right. You know I mean, because <laughs> the next time you talk to me, if you tell me the same thing. I would assume that I gave you feedback the first time. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have the same feedback to give you anymore. So I'm okay with you talking to me because circumstances change. It, it might grow, and I will help you along the way. But if you say the same t- thing every single time you talk to me or you give me a variation of the same thing just so that way it don't sound like the same thing, you don't the want conversation a right. is over with. They don't want a solution. They yeah. just want to conversation keep over dumping with. I don't know if, if uh, my son remembered this, but many years ago I would tell him and Chris the same thing when they would they would have like a complaint yeah my first question would be what is your role right and and what what you're complaining about yeah. because mm-hmm. you're pointing out what the other person did can you explain to me what your role because and i and i wasn't saying that they did anything yeah. but at least it'll, it'll 
because I was challenged like that one time. Because yeah. I'm like, you did that song. Well, well, what was your role what in was this? Your role yeah. In, yeah. You know, and so I have to think about that. What did that. you do to Maria? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> y'all, y'all know, <laughs> y'all know what I say. Each one, <laughs> each one, each one would have double the size of the audience <laughs> in fun. just one week, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to the D.D. English Show. L.A., do your thing. Um, I just want to give a shout out to Elisa and Amaya and Mariano. And I just wanted to give a shout out to the listeners. Thank you all for listening. All right, yeah. sweetie. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the D.D. Ingram Show, heard every Tuesday here on Fishbowl Radio Network and Facebook Live. We are thankful for each and every one of you. We look forward to hearing and seeing you on next Tuesday. All right, son. Uh, Thanks to God. Thanks to everybody in this room. That's it. All right. Uh, shout out to everybody on our Facebook uh, feed. We appreciate y'all. I just want, uh, didn't want to get out of here without saying that. We don't take you for granted. Troy, At wrap all. it up. Yeah, I'm going to call him Angela, Kevin Polite, and, and, and uh, Houston. Houston, we appreciate all three of y'all for joining and everybody else that joined. And, of yes. course, you know, Chardonnay, TJ, Brody, love y'all. See y'all in a minute. All right. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. Holla. BeatBeatsPlanet.com Hey, you are now tuned in. Uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you. Lady Ingram Show. Lady Ingram Show. Lady Ingram Show. Lady Ingram Show. To the sounds of DD, a fishbowl radio is better than TV. Get I sight on your mama and your granny so freely. Celebrities in trouble, they ain't getting no freebie. But soon as the trouble comes, we got Alan Bunn with the Minuteman's prayer. A story about a baby eating paper and the baby's mama on the run. To calm the drama down, you know we have a lot of fun. And last but not least, it's yours truly catching the oops, they pass me. I'm ripping pink slip, that's my family. In case you didn't catch my name, it's Supreme. Now we the best show on the radio. So Tune in, let your man and let your lady know We move in, we the best show on the radio Yeah, we the best show on the radio Cause we say so
Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.